What's going on everybody? Welcome back to the Graveyard. I'm the Graveyard Gamer and in today's Graveyard Review we're going back in time to 2008 to review Metal Gear Solid Guns of the Patriots. Now, full disclosure, I did actually play through this game back when it first released. This is actually my first full playthrough since then. I've tried a few times over the years but different things like a broken PS3 have stopped me. This is also going to be full of spoilers so if for some reason you haven't played this game over the years and you think you might play it, just be aware that I am going to be dropping some spoilers. But the first thing I want to talk about is the graphics because I was constantly and consistently impressed with how well these graphics hold up. I mean, this is a 2008 game and they still look really, really good. I would say this is one of the best looking games on the PS3 and possibly that entire generation of games. The character models all look great from Old Snake to where you can get the face mask of Young Snake to Otacon and Revolver Assault. They all look so, so good. And then I have to point out the environments. They just look extremely detailed. And you know what? In the PS3 and previous generations, a lot of times you would think you're in a really awesome area. But it's because the trick would be they would just make it look really nice. But there wouldn't be a ton of detail. Here, there's a ton of detail going on in all of these environments, whether it's the urban war zone, the South American jungle, the streets of Paris, or my personal favorite, Shadow Moses. That's right, you're going back to Shadow Moses in this game, and as somebody who recently replayed Metal Gear Solid 1, it's awesome to see it rendered like this, because you know what? We've said it for years, we've wanted a remake of Metal Gear Solid 1, it's probably and most likely never going to happen. So this might be as close as you're ever going to get to see a fully rendered Shadow Moses. Now let's get to the story. And first off, let me just say that when it came to Death Stranding, I was a little bit worried that Hideo Kojima was going to get very self-indulgent. Why do I say that? Because of Metal Gear Solid 4. There are a ton of cutscenes and there's some long ones. And Gaming Legend has talked about how, hey... This game's got like 8 hours of cutscenes. I don't know the exact number, but there's definitely a lot. One in particular is about a 5 minute cutscene at the very end of the game when you're watching Liquid Ocelot and Solid Snake engage into a fight. And what cutscene in particular is at the very end of the game when Solid Snake and Liquid Ocelot begin to fight. You probably watch about 5 minutes of them fighting before you're actually given the control and actually get to fight the fight. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a cool scene, but again, it just goes on for a while. And you get the idea that Hideo Kojima really wanted to flex his directorial muscle, which is fine. Because he also includes a pause option. He includes a skip option. And all that is very welcome. Because here's the other thing that I have to point out. The story is really good. The story is absolutely amazing for the fact that he does an outstanding job of taking all loose ends from the series and tying them up in a way that I think satisfies most fans. Everything from Snake's last ride, if you will, is we see Snake's probably not got a lot of life left in him, unfortunately. We see Raiden's redemption, and what I absolutely love is the way it incorporates Metal Gear Solid's 3 amazing story and blends it so well into the events of Metal Gear Solid 1, Metal Gear Solid 2, and this game. And I say that because how many times in movies or other avenues of entertainment that a prequel has come out and it just leaves a little bit of a conundrum like well that doesn't really tie in with this or 
now we've got this loose thread. But this game does a great job of really tying all the history together. It's probably why he does explain it in such detail and why it takes so long to get through these cutscenes. But just be aware, you're going to be told a great story, but you're going to be sitting there for a while listening to it. One of my favorite moments though is at the very end, you're watching the credits roll and all of a sudden it says Richard Doyle as Big Boss. You haven't seen Big Boss this entire game. It zooms in on that and then boom, you're in the graveyard with Solid Snake where you had last seen him. And here comes Big Boss to completely do a full wrap up of the series. You get to see a great interaction with him and Snake. It's actually explained very well how is he alive talking to him. I thought that was an outstanding scene. It's the last thing you see in the game, but it's absolutely outstanding. So let's get to the gameplay. Honestly, from the autocam suit, which I thought was awesome. Like you can lay down and the suit automatically is going to look like whatever texture you're on. And you can get autocam for your face as well. To the basic movements. Crawling. Slowly crawling. Where you're almost like scooting. To the crouching. Running. Crouching and moving. Just all these basic movements are outstanding. Like to the point that you're sitting there playing it. You're like, this is so smooth. Why aren't games in 2020 controlling as smooth as this? I mean, this is just a top-notch gameplay game. And I gotta say, one of my favorite levels of the Metal Gear franchise is the first level in this, where you're in that urban warfare, and there's these two different groups fighting each other. You can engage, you can get involved, or you can just try to sneak around everybody, and I just love that. Plus, like I talked about with the environment, it looks really cool. There's broken houses everywhere. It's just a fantastic level. Really highlights what you can do in this type of gameplay. Fun factor. You know what? Amazingly, 12 years later, this game has a very high fun factor. It's just a smooth, good-looking game. On top of that, it's got some amazing boss fights. I really enjoyed the styles and the layered to each boss fight. And some awesome fan service, including playing and controlling a Metal Gear fight, which was fantastic because all these games, we keep fighting these Metal Gears. This time, we actually get to control one, and I thought that was fun. Fantastic. So, time for the score. Here's the deal. From PS3 games and backwards, I do a simple score. It's not a numbered one. It's a relive it, meaning, hey, if you got the opportunity to play it, go find it and play it, or just remember it. Hey, maybe this game doesn't hold up as well as it should all these years later. Well, this game is definitely a relive. Sadly, it's only on PS3. It's never been ported. But if you got the opportunity, you got a PS3, you've never played it, go out and get it. If maybe you have it on PS3 and you've just never played it or it's been a decade, try to replay it. You'll be amazed at how well this game holds up. So guys, that's my review. I'd love to hear your thoughts on Metal Gear Solid 4. Hit me up on Instagram at the Graveyard Gamer, at Gmail at the Graveyard Gamer, at Gmail.com, or you can find me on Twitter at the GY Gamer. Until then, I'll be creeping around the graveyard. Yeah.